The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss what's the difference between growth and scaling. Joining us is Troy Sandage, who is the founder of Strategy Hackers, which is a growth consultancy that is all about taking emerging brands and using sustainable strategies and systems to help them grow and scale fast. And today, Troy and I are going to talk about the difference between growth and scaling. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with the founder of Strategy Hackers, Troy Sandage. Troy, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. What's going on? It's a marketer's dream to be on the MarTech Podcast, so here we are. Dude, it's good to have you on the podcast, finally. I've been waiting for this for a long time. We're both members of the HubSpot Podcast Network, but you're a podcast that I actually listen to pretty regularly. I love it, and I'm not sure exactly when we're going to publish this content right now. I hope it's on a Monday because I get motivated listening to you talk. And I want to call this a motivational Monday episode just because you get me fired up to think about growth and strategy and how your life and your business all blend together. Seriously, dude, I love your work. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I appreciate you, man. I really do. Thank you. Hey, look, it's great to be here together. And let's talk a little bit about some business stuff about growth versus scaling. This is kind of where the center of your business is. You're the strategy hackers. And it says that you're focusing on growth using sustainable strategies. So what's the difference between growth and scaling? To scale, you have to grow. And everyone sometimes wants to jump to scaling and they don't even have growth. And I think part of growing is obviously making more money than your expenses at a very molecular level. That can be add on to more things. You want more desires, you want a bigger team, so forth and so forth. You show your founders, your investors, all the different people, the numbers and the analytics looks great. Awesome. Problem is people want to jump right to scaling and they don't have a sustainable growth. To scale, you need to therefore have a sustainable growth in place first. And then you're building on top of that at a higher rate than what you would normally to achieve that scalability. And I think sometimes people interchange the two growth and scaling versus putting both of them in their own separate boxes and quantifying them accordingly. So without getting too much into semantics, what I think about growth versus scaling 
is kind of the same problems that a startup has as opposed to an SMB, right? A, the next level of growth in a business. When you are trying to focus on growth, you're trying to figure out what actually works and build processes in place to get some conversions, right? It's step one. And scaling is how do you pour fuel on the fire to expedite the I don't want to say growth curve because we already used that word, but to make your business pick up the pace. So let's talk about what are the marketing channels and the differences between the two. Help me understand when you're thinking about growth, that sort of foundational level of putting the infrastructure and building blocks into place, what are some of the strategies that you rely on for you and your clients? First and foremost, the go-to market strategy. How are you driving this to market from that subset of umbrella you really want to understand the persona strategy. Yes, you have an ideology of who you want to serve, how much they have in revenue, all these different nuances and things. But like you said earlier, how are you testing to prove or disprove that hypothesis of a persona if it's going to work? And will it work in the level that you want it to work? So creating a strategy on top of a system and a process to quantify if that works is really what we focus on. Therefore, when we're doing these things, as we're doing the go-to-market strategies, all moving in the same motion. I think sometimes we'll do one thing at a time, but in actuality, you really want to do multiple things at the same time in a very congruent, structured manner to make sure, hey, we're all moving in the right momentum, in the right direction. It all makes sense. And we're not missing any steps. If we just focus on one thing in the persona and we don't have our messaging up to par, we don't have our visualization up to par, we don't have our hook and copywriting up to par, it's still going to be lackluster and we won't know if that persona and everything that we're doing in motion is actually working. So to reiterate some of what you're saying, when you're thinking about what your growth strategies are, you're putting together a go-to-market exercise. And the first thing you need to do is come up with a hypothesis. These are the people to target. These are the marketing channels that we need to use. And this is what we're going to say to them. What are some of the mechanisms that you use to validate some of those early zero to one type growth strategies? Are you all just manual trying to figure it out yourself? Do you have frameworks that you go through or tools that you rely on? I think it's a combination of when you can incorporate technology and systems, as you know, better than anybody, please do. It saves you a lot of time and human power if you can't afford it or whatever your budgets are. So we do have the systems in place to do that, to just kind of identify maybe nuances in the data so we don't have to go through hours and hours of various variables. We can just use a system to just output that for us in a nice and neat email tells us here's like four metrics we need to look at and we deal with analysis and conversations accordingly. Outside of that, I think it really comes down to just are we hitting our certain milestones in a certain timeline? As we come out across, as many in marketing world knows, there's a KPI for everything and you can get lost in the universe of KPI metrics and then you come away with meetings and no one knows what the heck is going on. They have no idea what to do next. And they're leaving, well, was it successful or was it not? So to avoid all of that, we focus on at max two to three metrics. And then from that, we just derive and figure out how are we going to make sure we're hitting our milestones, so to speak. And I think that helps us out with deadlines, but also keeps everyone in the right units in that we may not know every single thing, nor do we need to not know everything, but we're all moving in the right direction to get those check marks. Because if so-and-so is saying we're getting more traffic to our website, and then so-and-so, another person saying that our social media account followers are dropping, but we're getting more conversions, well, the goal was conversions. We're not so focused on metrics that don't move the needle, but they're information that could help us 
identify threats or problems down the road, but we're not obsessive over it, if that makes sense. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. I hear you in the sense of you can get lost in... I don't know, KPI bloat. Hey, there's a bunch of data that we can look at when we're starting to figure out what we're doing and you can get inundated. We're getting a bunch of social followers. Well, is that helping our business or is it a vanity metric, right? You got to think about what you're really trying to accomplish. And for me, where I always start when I'm thinking about growth, it's always customer first, right? You have to go and you have to meet those prospects that you think are in your target market and understand what makes them tick. Sit down with 10 people that are your ideal customer profile and ask them, what are the problems that you have? What are you looking for a solution? And what type of information do you want to help you make a decision? Right. To me, I think of doesn't matter what tool you're using, doing it in person, using it in Zoom, doing surveys. If you can get some of that information, it's easier to test those hypotheses. Now, they're going to be telling you I look at social media, specifically LinkedIn, when I'm looking for new tools or I'm on G2 and I'm doing investigation. All right, well, we're going to put together a G2 strategy and we're going to look at the volume of reviews we're getting and how much traffic we get and see if that's actually pushing the needle. So you have to let your customers dictate what your strategies are and figure out the KPIs on the back end. Now, let's talk a little bit about that scaling mechanism. Great. We figure out our go-to-market. Here, we're selling sponsorships for the MarTech program, right? We figured out that people come in, they do their guest applications. Sometimes people say they're interested in sponsorships. How do we figure out how to put our foot on the gas? When you have a signal and you understand you're getting some people that are converting, you have a product, there is a heartbeat. How do you think about building mechanisms to amplify what you're already doing that works? I think it's figuring out what the catalyst might be. And that depends on your business infrastructure kind of like the market. If you can dump more money into it, great. The odds will tell you that the more money you're pushing toward the ads, the more you're able to drive on that gas. If you can't use money, use people. 
can you drive more people and evangelize them to drive more referrals in a certain window of time to keep that gas going exponentially? If they can't do that, is it content? Can you maximize your content output? Maybe three exit by converting more pieces of content, diversifying, amplifying when working with influencers, different things like that. You got to find that catalyst that works for you to add that extra oomph to the gas so we can go from super growth to hyper growth and all these different things. I also find that to really transform what you're trying to do is that you kind of have to be more refined in your messaging. When you're really achieving that scalability level of growth or that hyper growth, which is really like 40% more than your average is the goal in most cases, you really want to focus in on a very micro niche within your niche, your messaging, your copy to be very finite. Because you're going to find as you're growing, okay, these are maybe the three identifying topics you talk about. These are the two to five personalities or groups or business types or organizations that have been converting quickly in a certain time window. What's the one that converts 85% of the time or more? Focus everything on that and put everything into that narrow focus and you'll achieve that. Now, granted, hyper growth in that skate isn't forever. And so... You want to make sure that you're managing that runway and that you're stabilizing as much as possible without losing anything else that you currently have in your growth portfolio. You got to figure out what is actually working, what's driving those conversions, and figure out how to amplify that signal in all of the noise. To me, the way to do that, again, going back to who's your customer, you can go talk to the people that converted, right? Build a profile around them and try to identify when that type of person is coming into your system so you can prioritize them, so you can find more of them. And at some point you do run into the you know end of the rainbow and maybe there's no pot of gold there. You have to start to think about different directions you can go. I understand that B2B SaaS companies that have more than 10,000 followers from the speakers that they're applying are good potential candidates as sponsors. Well, I can prioritize the people that are coming in, but if I want to go get more of them, I have to go on the hunt. I have to go do outreach to them, and you have to understand what the signal is, think about different channels that you can use to amplify it. At the end of the day, Troy, give me a summary here. Growing versus scaling, what are they and what is the true difference between the two of them? Growing is maintaining a sustainable business. Scaling is amplifying that business to at least 40% of what your growing rate is. To grow, you're just making more profit, more revenue than your costs and expenses. To scale, you're making an exceedingly and abundantly from a financial standpoint, a branding standpoint, maybe even an equity standpoint on top of your stabilized growth portfolio and potential. And to achieve scalability, a big portion of that is automation plus activation equals accumulation. And then understanding that to maintain scalability, we have to make sure we have the proper systems in place to not lose anything. Growing, lighting a match, setting something on fire, scaling, pouring the gasoline on the fire because you already know what that underlying base is. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Troy Sandage, the founder of Strategy Hackers. Join us again tomorrow when Troy and I continue the conversation talking about the four currencies businesses need to scale. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Troy, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is findtroy, F-I-N-D-T-R-O-Y, or you can visit his website, which is findtroy.com. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.